Welcome to episode 109 of the Thunder Underground podcast. I'm Trent, joined by Jason, and we've got a ton of stuff to talk about. Damn right. We're going to make some asshole noise. <laughs> See, I told you. You fit it in right off the bat. Exactly. Why not? Yeah. Why not? To quote the, the mighty Phil and Samo, <laughs> or Philip H. and Samo. That's right. Make some asshole noise. Why not? <laughs> well, let's just get right into this. Since, like I said, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. You were able to make it out to the second day of Halata Fest. Yes. For part of it and saw a few bands. So just kind of yeah, run through the few you saw and how uh, they were. Because I know all of actually all the ones you saw are ones neither one of us have ever seen live before. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, is cool. Uh, I started off with, uh, I got there to see Gunner and Sebastian. And uh, those guys were great. They, they were just doing, you know... <clears throat> Some Allison Chain, some Stone Temple Pilots, Stone Sour, um, Sebastian. This guy could sing his ass off. I mean, it was really cool. Is that an acoustic bass thing or something? Um, it was just two guitars. They were plugged in. Oh. They're clean though. Okay. And um, but that guy, that guy could wail. Um, so I want I want to find out more, dig in a little bit, and see what's up with this guy because this dude could sing. So <laughs> that was awesome. That was great. And then uh, Alter Blood, uh, you know, <clears throat> I mean, if you, if you like just, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, it's the good meat and potatoes metal, but with kind of like death vocals, okay. you know, more brutal kind of vocals. <clears throat> um, and then uh, Steam Shovel, uh, which they were fucking badass. Um, it, it, it's like... Uh, God, I had when I was watching it. I had a great. It, it's 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 like that whole kind of stoner rock vibe, but like brighter, you know, a little bit more. Uh, I I don't know, man. A little like funner, but not not that stoner rock's not fun. Right. I don't know. I mean, it, this was just uh, like Crowbot tends to do. Yeah, I mean, it was or... it was just. Um, it was so cool, and, you know, they all would sing, and, I mean, it was just badass. And just, you know, riffs and grooves and just, like, bluesy solos, and, I mean, it was just, uh, I really enjoyed that band, and I can't wait to hear more of them, find out more of them. <clears throat> you know, it, and it's just one of those things, uh, you know, we've been doing this, and we know a lot of these bands, but there's still, still a lot of ground to cover. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, so they were great. Uh, I saw, and then um, I saw an open approach, and they were great. Uh, those guys were, uh, what was, oh, man. It had, it was like a good, it was like what, I think it's what, like, the idea I got from them was like, you know, what bands on the radio should be. You know, they were accessible. The singer was fucking great. That guy could sing. And, you know, they had good riffs. It was catchy, but it wasn't douchey like a lot of that shit on the radio is. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that was, that was awesome. And, uh, you know. And that's and, formerly Blindside Twenty. Yes, right? yes, yes. Okay. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to CJ from Grind for a little bit. Uh, of course, Ira from Forever and Discuss was there. And he was wanting to know where the hell you were. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, 
you know, it, it was, it was, uh, you know, what I got to see, I had to leave. I had a family thing later on that evening. Um, but, uh, you know, I saw some great stuff. And like you said, it was, it was good that it was stuff. It was bands, you know, we hadn't seen before. And, um, uh, once again, just, uh, you know, a, a great event to honor John Halata, you know? So, um, and, and I saw, uh, you know, on all the different everybody's social media and whatnot. I mean, you know, the place was packed, you know, later on that night. Um, so I just, I'm so glad that, you know, this thing went off amazingly and, and it was so well attended. And, you know, John's such a revered guy and everyone, you know, showed up and proved that. And, uh, just a great event. And, you know, props to Steve Murdoch. I'm, I'm sure the guy is still tired from all that. Yeah. You know, but, uh, he did a great job. It was awesome. Yeah. Two, two full Saturdays of that, which both had a lot of yeah prep going into them. So once again, much love to Steve Murdoch and everybody that was involved with that in the shrine for definitely giving the time and the space. And I know that even though all the proceeds from the event were going to Casey Hulata also. I think the shrine was donating like 10% of the bar, which, yeah. you know, is kind of a big deal because most venues and stuff like that don't do stuff like exactly. that. So that was, that was really cool to, yeah. to see as well on all the, all the money they raised from the auctions. And I even got myself some, uh, first strike stuff, which yes. I know Kevin Graham's still a little pissed about. <laughs> is that a bidding war with him? <laughs> but got some nice vinyl to throw on some classic first strike and even nice. some Mike DiPetrillo autograph sticks from back when he was in the band. To go along with my driver, D. Petrillo autograph stick, <laughs> which I don't think Kevin has that either. <laughs> He's going to be really pissed at you. <laughs> right. Well, I, I, I hope this is something. You were able to grab that CD, weren't you? That had all the... Yeah, oh, yes. I, I got one of the CD, one of the CDs with all the joint effects songs, all the Screaming Red Mutiny songs. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would think, I, I don't know. I mean, I was there pretty early. I would imagine they all were sold out. Right. But I'm sure, you know, who knows? Maybe there'll be more of them. But that's that was a that was definitely a, something I wanted to pick up. A great souvenir. Yeah. And and you know, I listened to it all night. Uh, so it was just it was badass. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just I hope that you know I hope something like this can happen every year. It'd be great, I think. Yeah, they're calling it first annual, so yeah, I hope that means it'll be a yearly event. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Just celebrate this music. So if you're if you're not familiar with John Holada, you're not from around this area, just do yourself a favor. Get on YouTube, Spotify, Reverb Nation, Bandcamp. Look up Scream Red Mutiny. Look up The Joint Effect. Yeah. And you're going to love it. Yeah, you. there's there's 100% guarantee that you're going to love it. Speaking of a lot of fest, the first week, first weekend of this, sorry, day one, last, the week before last, we caught Enslaved by Fear as one of the bands on that day. Yeah. And we wanted to play a song for you. Let's do so it. So let's just get right into this. This song's called American Death Grip. It's the title track from their album that came out the year before last. Check this out. Check this out. 
That was American Death Grip by Enslaved by Fear, featuring Steve Tennant of Silence the Messenger. And that's off their album of the same name. Came out in 2015. And I'll tell you, I've listened to this album several times, like last year. Yeah. Basically, whenever I knew they were playing Rocklahoma, and I'd seen them, you know, live somewhere before that. I can't remember where, but really started cranking that thing. And it's just full of greatness, as you can hear in this song. And, like, this song's so especially... The beginning of it kind of reminds me of like Demi Borger almost. Yeah. Because yeah, it's so, I, I get that. Yeah. It's so grand and epic. And then the vocals come in so intense and heavy and evil. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, of course, pretty quickly it goes away into like more of that new wave of American heavy metal type sound. And, yeah. you know, everything they do, you know, Brax's clean vocals are amazing. The The drums and the guitars in this thing are just you know, pinpoint accurate and just badass. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of what I liked about this song is it just encompasses everything that heavy metal is. Yeah. It really does. You, you know, you've got just riffage for days. You got brutal vocals. You've got melodic vocals. You've got a insane solo. I mean, it's just, uh, you can't hate this. There's no way you can. Yeah. This is super good. Yeah. So look them up on reverb nation. That album's also on Spotify. You can buy the thing, I think, on iTunes as well. So get their Facebook, like them, support them. Do that with all these bands. Everybody needs the support. That's right. And they're great live, too. So if they come to here, they tour the country, you know, I know at least a couple times a year. Yes, they're road dogs. So they're not just from our area. They're from, you can catch them all over the place. So be on the lookout for that. And well, speaking of great live bands... Metallica finally dropped the announcement. Finally. Doing America, basically. Yeah, I mean, they had all these dates come out from, you know, some overseas stuff and then the Rock on the Range and the random stuff. But there was always the teasers about the the summer tour. And then it came out that it was going to be a stadium tour. And then then the rumors came out that it was probably a Vince Semfold and Volbeat. And then, of course, all that was true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's only... Some here, some there. There's a few dates with both of them. And then there's even dates with Gojira that, of course, aren't anywhere near us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, of course, we get the date closest to us with just Avenged Sevenfold, which I'd rather have the other two. Yeah, me too. I would much rather have Volbeat and Gojira. Um, But, hey, you know, we're getting them. It's happening. Uh, Dallas will be there. Yeah. So, yeah. June 16th. Yeah, June 16th. It's, uh, I mean... Here we go. You know, this is my this is my favorite band, and I'm I'm amped. I can't wait to see them. Uh, and you know, I've never been to the AT and T Stadium, so you know, this is this is going to be a this is going to be pretty huge, I think. And um, you know, uh, as for as for the openers, you know, whatever, that's cool. I mean, for me, the whole thing is Metallica, right? You know, but I I do I do agree. It would it would be nice if it was you know Volbeat and Gojira uh but yeah whatever you know uh it's gonna be a fun time I can't fucking wait yeah I've seen I've seen many football games in that stadium yes like OU and stuff but I've never I've seen actually I saw a concert there you saw Guns and Roses 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 there and it was it sounded great you know so it wasn't because a lot of times you get in big spaces and it kind of loses something yeah I mean I don't know I was pretty close so that might have something to do with it if you're in the very back but um, 
it's not outdoors, which is the best part mm-hmm. for something like this because I like outdoor shows at times, but they always sound better when they're indoors. Yeah. Yeah. Especially definitely. in a bigger space, you know. But you know what? You know, it's summer. They're going to have the top open so they can shoot off a bunch of goddamn fireworks. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they, well, that Cowboy Stadium doesn't open completely. It's just like that little section, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm wrong. Hey, they can shoot them off and then the smoke, you know, residue can float out. To yeah. Maybe yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they're hitting all over the place and there's a lot of dates and there's a lot of gaps in between them. So they could add more stuff later, but I bet. With the production they're doing, they might not, and they probably use some of those gaps to play overseas shows and yeah, who knows I, what. Yeah, probably. I think, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that once this run is over, they're off to Europe and the rest of the world for quite a while. Yeah. I, I would like, it would be nice if there's maybe a second leg, you know, at the beginning of the year next year, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, I'm sure, I mean, with the length that they go out and do stuff between albums. Yeah, true. I mean, I would expect a second U.S. leg in probably 2018. Yeah. Yeah, where they hit, like, the the arenas and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll hit the the smaller markets and not even, some of them not even smaller markets, just can hit arenas in any town. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of Metallica. (sighs) Yeah, let's, let's just do it. The Grammys were a couple nights ago. I got some things to say. Yeah, I do too. And I didn't even watch it. <laughs> well, about a year ago we sat here. Yes, we should. Sh- it had the same discussion. Same goddamn talk. Same you know, fucking thing. We talked about one of the live performances and we talked about the metal category. Mm-hmm. So here we are again. Yep. But it, but it's like again. It's but it's like we got a bitch cuz it's even worse this year. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was just a grand, I don't know if it's it worse. A, it was a grand fuck up. I don't know. I think it was, but uh, I mean, uh, you know, you go first. Say what you're going to say. Well, first, let's just, before we talk about Metallica, let's talk about Megadeth. Yeah. And uh, the award for best metal performance or whatever. And uh, I remember mentioning last year that the last, that maybe that year and maybe the year before, I don't know. At least last year, there was they did a better job of picking five songs, five bands that you know kind of encompassed metal and mm-hmm. they're you know because for years and years and years when they did this they would always put in you know throw Slayer, you know Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Motorhead, which are all bands we love, but it'd be like you know a live version of Iron Man from yeah. two thousand seven, yeah, just that wins the fucking metal Grammy, you know yeah. or and then for years it was hard rock and metal mixed. And so then you'd have like Hellstorm and Foo Fighters against, you know, Slayer and Celtic Frost, which that's a, they didn't get nominated. I'm just trying to throw something extreme different in there. But, yeah. you know, it'd be yeah. shit like that. And then, you know, Anthrax would be nominated for their cover of TNT and then their cover of Neon Knights. And then Tenacious D wins for, you know, an acoustic cover of The Last in Line. Yeah. You know, but. Anyway, it, it's so it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So and this year again, it was a good, a good job on the nominees. Mm-hmm. And I frankly, I was kind of shocked because I just you see those nominees and you assume Gojira is going to win because kind of like you assumed Ghost was going to win last year. Yeah. Even though that's another point of contention because are they really metal? Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, th- yeah. Exactly. That's that's another episode. Dig through our episodes and go listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> and. uh <clears throat> But Gojira is kind of like the critical darling, 
mm-hmm. as well as the fact that they're great and they deserve awards. But, yeah, definitely. And I think we even mentioned this last time as one of the things that suck about the Grammys is Megadeth has been nominated a billion times and never won. When here we are and they won, and I almost think that they're not winning off the merits of anything. They probably just gave it to him because they realized, oh, we have never given this band one. They've been nominated 12 times. Yeah, let's just give them one yeah. and we don't got to listen to all this shit. <laughs> right. But we can move they on deserve to the it. Latin jazz category. <laughs> right. They deserve it because that song is great and that album is one of the best albums of last year. Oh, yeah. Hands with, down. Without a doubt. So, you know, I don't like the Grammys, but I know that as a musician, you. You know, you're thankful that you got nominated or get the award, even if you're going to bitch about it. Yeah. They're there. You know, all these bands go, even though they, you know, that would probably turn around and tell someone it's stupid. Yeah. It wouldn't be recognized. Yeah. So then the big point of contention is they walk up there and the house band plays Master of Puppets. Yep. So here's my theory. Dave Mustaine's a, a smart guy. And I kind of think he probably told him to play it. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because you think the next day, if Megadeth wins the award for best metal performance at the Grammys, that's going to make news on what? Loudwire and Blabbermouth? Yeah. And Metal Injection? Yeah. And then go away? Yeah. And who's going to read it? No one but a bunch of metalhead geeks. Yeah. <laughs> but now... If, if there's actual news attached to it, like, holy shit, they fucked up and played this band that, you know he used to be contentious about and all this. Now it's an actual news story. Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, my wild theory here isn't true. Dave probably loves this because it's just bringing more attention to Megadeth. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a great, I, I like how your mind works there because you know, me, I'm just a big dumb idiot. I just get pissed off. What the fuck? This is ridiculous. You know, <laughs> but now that you, now that you say that, uh, I'm calming down a little bit. That might be a good theory. <laughs> you know, that that might fucking be true. But yeah, I don't know. It, it just it just adds to the silliness of all it, this. It seems too wild of a of a thing to mistake. It's like if they're preparing and they're going to be like, okay, if this band wins, play this. No one's going to be like, here, learn how to you know play this twelve seconds of this song that's not even a nominee, even yeah. though they were playing later that night. It just it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense how that's an accident, you know. But well, see, to me it does because that that institution is so fucking clueless and stupid when it comes to it's, anything that's not pop or rap or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, all you got to do is hit Google. Megadeth, and then uh, well, transcription, know. you know, music notes or whatever it is these guys look up yeah. for their orchestration or whatever. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Uh, you know, that's a that's a that's a really good point. God, I wouldn't be surprised because you know, I love Megadeth, I love Dave Mustaine, but he sure loves a headline. Yeah. <laughs> so, God, maybe you're right. Wow, wow, you kind of you kind of turned part of this podcast on its ear for me here. Okay. Nice. All right. But I'm still I'm still pissed about a couple things. But go on, go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's the end of that. I mean, I'm Yeah. Even though I hate the Grammys, I guess I'm glad they won because they deserve it more than Yeah. You know, more than most bands that do win it half the time. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. And then next up is Metallica played. Yes. I guess at some point with uh-huh. With Lady Gaga. Yes. So, 
I just got to ask you, like, how did it go? Because um, I didn't see it. I saw it, and just my first reaction is fucking stupid. It was fucking ridiculous, and it should have never fucking happened. And I'll tell you something. I it, when I when I heard about it, I was just like, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they're gonna do. Are they gonna do? Or a metal version of a Lady Gaga song, or I mean, what, are they going to do one of the classics? And I mean, I just didn't know, and I was like, ah, I don't know how this is going to go. And this is this is nothing against. I mean, it's nothing against. I mean, I like Metallica. We all know that they're my favorite band in the world. I think they're the best band in the world. Maybe they aren't, but I think it. So whatever. <laughs> and you know, in the grand scheme of things, I don't really mind Lady Gaga. Do I listen to that shit? No, but, you know, in the mart of pop music, I guess it's okay. You know, I've heard a couple songs that makes me think of the 80s, so whatever. And, you know, she's all weird and shit. I'm always okay with people being weird. Right. But sometimes that doesn't mean it always needs to go together. I mean, I like salami and I like grape jelly, but that doesn't mean I'm going to make a salami and grape jelly sandwich <laughs> and it's going right. to be good. Right. You know? And it was just, it, it was, it was awkward and it was, you know, first of all, Laverne Cox, when she, uh, when she introduced him, she forgot to say Metallica. Oh, I read about that. Yeah. yeah. She tweeted about it later that she just was excited and apologized that so whatever, no big deal. But it was just, it was so just like contrived and just like fake and awkward. Like they've got these dancers that are trying to act like they're moshing and headbanging and Lady Gaga comes out of one of the gaggle of dancers and she's just like overhead banging and overdoing it and it's just it's just so it just felt such like a, a put on. Yeah. You know? And then of course, you know, the whole debacle with James's mic not working and all the stupid shit and you know, they never they never even put the camera on Rob. And, uh, the I, whole time? Yeah, no, the whole time. I mean, just, you'd only see it when it was like, you know, wide out and, you know, a wide shot of the stage. And I mean, it was just, it, you know, I think the, the only thing that I thought was cool was they just did Moth in the Flame and she helped, she sang, you know, a few lines of it. They trade off vocals. I, I kind of thought they'd do some stupid version of somebody of, of a cover or one of her songs. I don't know. But that was the only redeeming quality of it. Um, but I just, I just think Lady Gaga was just too. She was just trying to be too metal, and you know, it, I don't really care if she's a metalhead. That's fine. But she didn't belong. I mean, it just didn't go together, you know. And I wasn't really a fan of when they did one with that piano guy a couple years ago. It just didn't sound. I, I don't know. It just seemed really uncomfortable, and it just seemed like way too much of a put-on. <laughs> and then, you know, it was just kind of messed up anyways with the technical difficulties. You know, we all saw James kick the microphone over and throw his guitar, you know. <laughs> and uh, so it was just uh, it was just kind of a debacle, and I just I didn't enjoy it. It was uncomfortable watching it. And um, I just think, and you know, it's like that kind of thing... You know, just have them come out and do with their song. They don't need to do a duet. They don't need to, I don't know, all this stupid fucking fake moshing dancers. Fuck that. That's just so fucking stupid. I, I just, it, that, that really pissed me off. And I just, uh, 
you know, and that coupled with the Megadeth thing, and it's just like, just fucking, just ignore it all. Just get all that out of there. You know, they don't give a fuck about metal. They don't give a fuck about any, you know, you've got all these genres of music, like jazz and blues and, you know, uh, world music that is older and better and, and, you know, more sophisticated than whatever the fuck you're putting on TV. And you take these genres that people could like really learn from. And you put them in a fucking different building and don't even put them on TV. Right. You know, because it's not, you know, some stupid fucking rapper or some whore with her boobs hanging out, you know. it's just, I'm going off. Watch out. <laughs> and it's just like, just just don't even, don't even bother because they don't care. You know, they don't care about metal or jazz or blues or whatever. It's just like... Get that shit out of there. I wouldn't even give them the time of day anymore. And, you know, if I wasn't such a pop culture person, you know, because, you know, hey, I grew up in the 80s and stuff, I wouldn't watch award shows. But for some reason, you know, like a moth to a flame, no pun intended, I ah. love watching award shows. So, I don't know. I see. I, I mean, that, that's just that's just what I feel about it. I, I, I'm... I, I don't know nothing. Who am I? But that's just my first take on it. That's what I think. I mean, here's my thing is you said you felt, you know, uncomfortable or felt bad or whatever watching this. You kind of deserve that because you watched it. Well, well, I'm just, and you, you know, know, sorry to and, be that and, blunt and mean. Well, that's your, that's your job. That's what you do. <laughs> you do that a lot, Trent. Right. <laughs> and, and, and we might have to talk about that once the microphone's <laughs> off. Damn it. Yeah. Um, but and and that's the thing too is I I kind of I kind of felt that what you just said <laughs> when I watched it, I'm like why am I even watching this this is fucking what because you fell right into their track what the fuck am I doing you know see here's uh, well the here, thing. No, look if Metallica is gonna be on TV I'm gonna watch it call the trap if you want I don't give a fuck you know. If it had you're, been... you're a conspiracy guy sometimes, so, I mean, you know, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> now, if it had been, you know, the Foo Fighters, you would have watched it. Probably. <laughs> it doesn't have to be Metallica. Yeah. See, my thing is, I see all these people on social media bitching about how it, well, stupid and that's, the that's Grammys one, are. Yeah, that's one more thing. About how horrible the Grammys are. Yeah. About how it doesn't mean nothing. It's fucking stupid. And then guess what? Grammy night. Every one of these fuckers are tweeting. They're posting yeah. on Facebook. Oh, this song's stupid. I can't believe that they, you know, Chance the Rapper this, Adele that. Yeah. Fuck this, this and that. <laughs> When's Metallica going to play? Guess what? You're a fucking hypocrite because you sat there and bitched about it and now you're watching it. Yeah. And they put Metallica on there so you would watch it. And even if Metallica wasn't on there, you'd probably still be watching it because you're a hypocrite. Well, here, here's here's the thing is, is look, uh, you know... Whether I whether I fell into a trap or not, like I said, I, when I heard about it, I was like, "This isn't. This is not gonna." Right. And and you know, yeah, I watched it, and yeah, maybe I shouldn't have watched it. But see, I can. But I you. didn't. I didn't say anything on social media or anything <laughs> because I knew, oh God, here it comes. And, you know, and before the song was even over, my feed was just flooded. Yeah, you know, and and I'm kind of like, well, what did what did you guys think was? I mean, it's 
it's going to be fucking, you know, it, it was like a fucking train wreck. I couldn't look away. And, I, you know, I don't know. Once again, you've, you've made me think and feel things. I didn't know you were, that, that was going to come to, I don't know. Maybe I am a sheep. Maybe I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm a heavy metal sheep, so fuck off. Well, see, they put Metallica on there. They put the Hollywood Vampires on there last year. Mm-hmm. ACDC was on there whenever that was, two or three years ago. And people tune in, and then they say the Grammys are stupid, but yet they're sitting there watching it. Yep. So it, the Grammys don't care if you think they're stupid. Yeah. But they, you did exactly what they wanted you to do, which yeah. is watch it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how shitty it goes, because like we talked about, and everybody knows, they don't give a shit about it. Rock for the most part, but especially heavy rock. Yeah, you know, yeah, and you know, the only thing I gave him credit for this year was that that rock category was actually diversified for once. You had yeah. Gojira in that category. Yeah, yeah. David Bowie, which is great, along yeah. with everything. And there's another thing. Okay, now David Bowie's going to start women Grammys because yeah, he's know. dead. Yeah, you know, fuck bullshit. you. You know, he should have won like 48 Grammys in the past, you know, 30 years. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Well, you, you're, you're the stronger one out of many of us that, 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 that held off. And you know what? I've still never even watched Guns N' Roses Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I've never, I've never even seen that, but it's like, like I said, I, I, I knew I shouldn't have watched it, you know, before I even sat down to watch it, but I did. And it's just it, like, it, like I told you earlier, it comes from a, a part of me that, you know, a pop culture kind of thing. You know, it comes from growing up in the 80s and watching all that stuff. And I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I, I just, I have to watch some of that stuff sometimes. It's weird. Well, I used to. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be the same way. I'd watch them all and, you know, into the early 90s and mid 90s, you know, with. Mm-hmm. The American Music Awards and the Billboard Music Awards and MTV movie, music, music nah. and movie awards and all that stuff and you yeah. know but back whenever rock was kind of a dominant feature yeah and not just a byproduct that yeah. we might show one act here here and there yeah and Dave exactly. Grohl was usually involved so <laughs> I can't believe Dave Grohl wasn't I know out there with Metallica and Lady Gaga by oh, the way jeez <laughs> well you know and uh, you know when you when we get into the Billboard Music Awards and the American Music Awards and the Fuck you, music awards, whatever the fuck all this stuff is. I, I don't watch any of those. It's just I well, always, no, I always you did up, back in 1992. Yes, what I'm I, I definitely did. But when Firehouse was winning awards, I know. I mean, which they should still fucking be winning <laughs> awards. Um, but anyways, um, <clears throat> but yeah, the Grammys and the Oscars, I still end up fucking watching those. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> well, let's talk about something happier. Yes, let's, because I'm, I, I, I kind of want to punch something right now. Right. <laughs> so let's calm down <laughs> and get happy because mm-hmm. Chasing Jenny has new music out. Yeah, this is a great song. We're going to play it. This song's called Your Eyes Are Killing Me. Seem to 
Your Eyes Are Killing Me from Chasing Jenny out of Oklahoma City. Man, that's a... Uh, what's some good words here to use? You know, her voice is really uh, almost bluesy, but mm -hmm. really eerie at times, too. Yeah. And then yeah. the music kind of takes that same that same route. It's got that cool heavy punch, you know, and the solo, you know, is real kind of bluesy as well. Yeah. It's almost like, and I don't even know, it's like if you took some of the angstiest 90 music and mixed it with night songs by Cinderella. <laughs> you know, she's going to love that, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, if she if they don't, I'll be sad, you know, but she yeah. will love it. She will love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I I I like how you said like eerie. Um, and I think that's kind of what the the song, the verses anyway, is kind of, you know, it's brooding, it's pumping. Um, I really enjoyed that, you know. Yeah, it's got and, that baseline. Yeah, with... it came up, and then it comes up to this thing, and so, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's kind of cool how it builds with that, and her singing on that baseline, and it builds up to that, you know, that heaviness, and it comes back to that again. Yeah, and, and and she's pretty good live. Oh yeah, she she goes all out. She'll she'll walk around the place. She'll whatever she's got to do to get your attention. Yeah, yeah, they're a great band, and she's got huge stage presence. It's badass. Yeah seen him a couple times and look forward to seeing him again definitely this song is on youtube and it's also on their facebook you can check it out chasing jenny okc i think is how you find them on facebook so get on there and like them well last week we saw a winger yes we did it's been he did not win the grammy by the way oh crap i even forgot to even look i that looked up. Yeah. i looked anyways we don't want to get back into that shit well, if you didn't know, Kip Winger was nominated for a Grammy for Best Classical yes. Album, which is pretty badass when you consider, you know, this is a guy from the heyday of glam rock. Yeah. <laughs> and But that just goes to show you that this guy is a world-class musician yes. that has never got the true respect he deserves at any level. But, you know, hey, getting nominated for a Grammy for your classical music, I guess, shows... There's some respect there from somewhere, someone. Not, not too shabby, right? Yeah. And, and and all the guys around him in his band are amazing musicians yeah. as well. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, just Rod Mortenstein and Reb Beach are two, you know, as well, two of the most underrated musicians from that era or even all time in rock music. Yeah. And then John Roth has been in that band since Pool came out. So he's been there for 20 Man, we're coming up on 25 years now. I know. From that. And, know. Uh, you know, he's world class as well. And yeah, he plays he with Starship. He plays with Giant. He's got a new album that just came out called The Roth Brock Project. It's like an AOR thing. And, yeah. You know, so he's got tons of stuff going on as well. Of course, Red Beach is in Whitesnake. And... But that's besides the point. We saw Winger live. Yes, we did. And it had been a while. Well, not, well, I say what it had been about two years since I seen him. Yeah, How long has it been since you'd seen him? I haven't seen them since, God, one of the Rocklahomas, I think. They played the first Rocklahoma, yeah. I think. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. But, wow. Yeah. I mean, fucking insane, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, what, what, just what a show, what, uh, all those guys have a presence. I mean, and then just the musicianship, I mean, it's insane. And I, I I don't want to hear no bullshit about, oh, it's Winger and all that. Fuck you. I mean, this stuff is badass. You know, I used to be one of those guys. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, I mean, <clears throat> everything is everything is just on a dime. Everything's exact and everything is just turned up to fucking 14. It's great. 
Yeah, just Red Beach alone, you know, was worth the price yeah. of any admission just yeah. to like see this guy live. He's probably in my top five, if not top ten, mm-hmm. favorite guitarist of all time. And it's just unbelievable. Yeah. And then you couple that with the other guys like we talked about, and then like that drum solo that Rod did, and then like the end of Headed for Heartbreak, you know, he's going nuts on the drums. Oh, man, that was insane. That was a, such a highlight. And I got to say, watching Rod Morgenstein play drums was just like, I mean, it's watching, it, I'm, you know, it, it it was nuts. And uh, I had, it was so fun to watch and he was so good. I, I didn't get to see a lot of Reb's fingers a lot, a lot, because you know, there's people in, in front of us. Right. Uh, there's two dorks that were like eight feet tall that were like acting the w- fucking words out like, uh, I love you, man, in the Rush concert. <laughs> and I was just like thinking to myself, I wish these fucking guys would move. No, I, I remember that because I moved myself. <laughs> so I wasn't, they weren't in my view anymore. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's like, what the, and they were taking selfies, the fucking, (laughs) god damn it. I mean, it was just like, (laughs) you know, uh, anyways. Well, so here's the cool thing is we talked about, we saw Kip Winger, you know, play the pre-party for Streets Gone Wild. Yeah, yeah. Last fall, and he played the same venue, the Ideal Ballroom. We didn't mention that. And, uh, you know, that whole, he didn't go off, yeah, set list, you know, he had obviously the the hits he was going to play and then yeah. he, he would ask the crowd for songs and you know request stuff and played some of them and uh on this night when we saw winger the other night there was apparently like two or three dudes over here on the side that yeah. were like geek level fans like i am and they were screaming blind revolution mad and he said all right you know i you know luckily we actually just rehearsed that and sound checked today we weren't planning on playing it but we'll do it and, they did and it. so I geeked out because that's my <laughs> absolute favorite winger song of all time. <laughs> and they they played it and they nailed it. And they did it. What, what about they brought the guy up at the end to play Ain't Talking About Love? Mm-hmm. They do that at every show. Was that a plant? No. I mean, because I, I got to figure. I mean, I've seen it. It's a pretty easy bass line. It's two notes. And then if you're a bass player, you can do that. And if you're a bass player, you can kind of play around with it a little probably. Yeah, and if you're a bass player at a winger concert, you probably know a Van Halen tune or two. <laughs> so I'm thinking. I mean, so I heard some people go, oh, "Was that fake?" Or and I'm like, I don't think it was. I mean, when I saw him in Fort Smith, they had the same thing. Asked someone, people raising their hand, he picked the guy out of the crowd. Yeah. So if they put a plan every show, I don't know. But, yeah. Well, um, you know, they did. They did tell the guy, "Look, we're serious. If yeah. if you, yeah, because I'm sure they've if got, you're if you suck, we're gonna fucking kick you off. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure yeah, they've got people up there thinking they're just being a dork and they're like oh we're really supposed to do this yeah exactly but i've seen other youtube videos of other people doing it okay i think so i'm pretty sure they do that every show now gotcha okay okay yeah but i can't express enough go see winger if you get the chance it's just a great time yeah it was so fun they make yeah like you said it was a great time you had a couple shots and you were singing one of the ballads to me That was beautiful. Thanks, Trent. I don't even need shots for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured maybe that's why you were. You were, like, grabbing my shoulder and everything. Oh. But, well. hey, you know, whatever. Anyways, uh, <laughs> moving right along. Well, also mentioned Doxy. <laughs> Doxy opened up. Yeah. Great band out of Tulsa that's got a great throwback, you know, sound that fits that era. And, you know, we saw him. Where did we see him? We saw him at the 
the shrine opening up for LA guns. I yes. Think, or, excuse me, Tracy guns. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just a, a great good time, hard rock band. So check them out if you get the chance as well. And this was at the IDL ballroom and such a great place to see a show. Yeah. Tom Green, you know, has an amazing place. And yes. Tom Green is the fucking man. Yeah. Always puts on amazing yes. shows. He pulled off Streets Gone Wild. And then just announced recently that Tom Kiefer is coming there on June 3rd. So we can't wait to see that. Yeah, that's going to be great. If you've never seen Tom Kiefer live, that's another one that'll just blow you away with his musicianship. Because he plays at least three or four different instruments live. And yeah. then he'll play eight more on record. So he's like the prince of hair metal, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We need to make that a hashtag. Right. I'll make t-shirts that say it. Well, what's the, the next thing on our agenda? Is the Reliance Code CD release. Oh, yeah. I was going to play into that because when I saw Winger in Fort Smith, I saw him at That's right, yeah. the Rib Room. And I'd seen three or four shows probably in my life there. And then it ended up shutting down about a year ago. And then it reopened sometime this past year called the sound i think it's a sound room and uh i just want to say this is one of my favorite venues i've ever seen a show at nice well i can't wait to... yeah it's because it's it's an outdoor venue but it's one of those ones where it's like partially and like built where like the whole you know bar area and side areas are completely covered mm -hmm. and then it's got a second level that's completely covered and then the whole center area is like open sky yeah so it's like partially indoor, partially outdoor. It sounds great. You know, I mean, you can, when we saw Winger there that time, we, you know, were there early and going, walking by to go find something to eat. And they were there sound checking. So we just stood there and listened to them sound check. That's and awesome. since it was outdoors, partially, you could hear everything perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. Didn't you see Winery Dogs there? Yeah. Yeah. Winery Dogs and then uh, Rock Sugar. Oh, which yeah, is an yeah, amazing yeah, live show. That, yeah. I'd love to see that band again. Well, the reason we're talking yeah, about yeah. this is because Reliance Code is having their CD release show there. And they're doing it along with Screaming Red Mutiny, Vague Vendetta, and The Revolutioners. Nice. And that's one hell of a four-band bill right there. Yeah, yeah, we're going to... Yeah, once, uh, once Metallica's over, we're heading to that one. Yeah, it's the day after Metallica in Dallas. Yeah. So we got to head from Dallas to Fort Smith. Yep. And then Iron Maiden is in Oklahoma City on Monday. I know. So we at least get a little breather there. Yeah. But that'll be, you know, one hell of a four-day span. Yeah, it will be. That's gonna, We're going to be tired. Yeah. <laughs> but look up Reliance Code. They're currently right now, or soon to be, I think, in March, recording several more songs to put out a full-length CD, but they have an EP out right now. It's got four songs. They're all excellent. And mm -hmm. just a few episodes ago, we had two of the members on here. Great interview with them. So go check that out. Of course, Screaming Red Mutiny. You've heard us mention them many times. That was John Halata's most recent band. Yes. We had that whole band on, all four of them, you know, back sometime last year. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like episode 48 or 49. And then... Of course, we played their music. Oh, their man. EP, Uncomfortably with Press, is yeah. great. We actually played that on the last episode. Yes, we sure did. So sure check did. that out as well. We've never played Vague Vendetta, but I saw them live. They're great, so we're really looking forward to seeing them again. They're a band out of Arkansas. Yeah. 
and then the Revolutionaries we talked about oh, in yeah. the last episode because we just saw them at the, the first, first day of Halata Fest. Yeah, Halata Fest, yeah. Yeah, they're great. So, man, yeah. If you're anywhere near Fort Smith, Arkansas, go there for great music and a great venue. And June 17th, be there. Yeah. That's that's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, well, we got this uh, rock fest. Yeah, talking about it's more. Kansas City, right? Yeah. Yeah, June 3rd. Yeah, that's actually, is it June 3rd or 4th? I think I wrote 3rd, but it's the 4th. Really? Yeah, because 3rd is Tom Kiefer Friday, I think. Gotcha. gotcha. If I'm remembering right, I could, whatever, it's the Saturday, whatever day that is. <laughs> you need to get on this, yeah. Trent. And the thing, these Rock Fest lineups come out every year. They've been doing this, I think I saw the thing, this is like their 25th anniversary. Oh, so yeah. They do this every year, and I always see the lineup and think, ah, oh, that'd be cool, but then it's never good enough to make me want to drive there yeah because it's always around rocklahoma and stuff we got other stuff going on and you know i remember like last year alter bridge and seven dust were on it i think which are great but then the rest of it was like papa roach and three days grace and five finger oh god you love three days grace sack, you know, and all, much. oh yeah yeah we all do <laughs> you know porn star smacking or whatever the fuck oh, that jesus shit is christ anyway oh. this year's lineup of Rockfest is headlined by Godsmack. So nice. the good thing about this is you can see a lot of great music and then cut out early and not have to deal with the crowds leaving. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you got Sammy Hagar, Volbeat, Rat. Zach Sabbath, yeah. Tom Kiefer, Collective Soul, Candlebox, Crowbot, Buck Cherry, Blackberry Smoke, POD, and Hellstorm. Pretty solid bill. Yeah. I mean, just... I mean, just look at stuff like Zach Sabbath, Sammy, Tom Kiefer, Crowbot, Candlebox, Rat, Buckcherry, Blackberry Smoke. I'd, yeah. I'd drive for that any yeah. day of the week, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that's, and it's at, it's at like a Speedway or something. I don't know. I've never been to a show. Up, yeah. You know, at this place, it's like the Kansas Speedway. And I know sometimes those shows can be a little, a little weird. Yeah. You know, from what I've heard from other people, not specifically that place. I just mean shows that end up being at racetracks, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's an insane lineup. I know that much. Yeah. Even though that's like the Saturday after Rocklahoma will be like dead to the world. I'm, yeah. You know, that's almost worth trying to muster up the strength to go do it. Pick ourselves up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On another show that just got announced is uh, here in a couple weeks at Downtown Lounge. Fist of Rage is doing a show, and they're bringing along Less Than Human and Smoke Offering. Yep. And this is, I know that once, you know, we talked about in the last episode that, unfortunately, Downtown Lounge is closing at the end of March. And I've noticed that they, I think the owner, Jake, and the venue have posted, you know, if you're interested in playing, get with us. We'll book the shows. Yeah. So they're, they're just blowing it out, too. Yeah. yeah, they're just, they're going full force, I think, on just putting as many shows as they can with the time they got left there. Yep, why not? And that's a Saturday night, so if you're in this area, you got no excuse. I'm going. Yeah. And that's actually two days before he is Legends going to be there. Yeah. And that'll be another one to knock the damn doors off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll try to be at that one as well. Well, I think we're running low on our list of topics, but we... I think anything else you want to bitch about? Uh, I I bitched enough earlier. Uh, that that was that was that was all the negativity I got in me right now. <laughs> I got it all out. I feel better, I guess. What about positivity? 
positivity. Well, I mean, you know, uh, we get a Metallica tour in the U.S. That's my positive thing. Yeah. You know. Here's some positivity. We <clears throat> we're planning to go to see Havoc and Ex Mortis this weekend. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that until this morning. I thought, oh, fuck, we're going to go do that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And then what their show's coming up next week is I Kiss and stuff. And then the week after that's the Tesla and Dropkick Murphys. And dirty reggae punks, and seasons after are all like four days, four days in, a row. in a row. Yeah, are you gonna hit all of <laughs> and them? And then that fist of rage is the day after that, so that's five days oh, in a row. Huh? Fuck it is, isn't it? Jesus, <laughs> you're hitting them all. I'm, I am. Yeah. Shit. I just nominated you. You're the thunder on your representative oh. for all those shows. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'll definitely be at Tesla and Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Well, let's mention the, the dirty reggae punks if you're not familiar yeah. with that. They're a band that comprises a couple former members of green jelly so i mean you don't really have to tell me much more than that that you know yeah. to get me to come out to that but green jello or green jelly they had to change it to green jelly right yeah okay gotcha well i say green jelly. here's the thing it's like there was always kind of a joke back then i assume it's still now yeah. you know when the when the band does perform i don't know how active they are because i know the the main dude's always been there yeah but when they had to change the name from Green Jello to Green Jelly because whoever it is, Kraft or whoever owns the Jello brand, yeah, um, you know, sued them and forced them to change it. Um, they changed it to Green Jelly, and then they said, "But it's pronounced Green Jello." <laughs> so, even though it's spelled Green Jelly, it's still pronounced Jello. They 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 could have spelt it J E L L O W or some shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. Well, that's something I know they play. I know they play some of the Green Jello songs live. Obviously, Three Little Pigs. Not by the hair of my chinny chin yeah. chin. They're going to be out here. Radio in, staple. The Shrine. That's a yes. DMG Productions event. Yes. Another shout out to our friend Chris Taylor. Yes, he's putting killing on, it. Putting on great shows all over the place in Oklahoma and Arkansas. Yeah, that's great. We not have not mentioned that we are once again happy to be on... WSNR 102.7. Yes. That's 102.7 WSNR.com. You can listen to us every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central. And you can also pull up their, you can listen on that website that I just mentioned, or you can pull up the Cry Key Premium Radio app, dial in 102.7, listen to us that way. There's also tons of other, you know, shows that play nothing but music metal music and then there's a couple metal shows that where they're talking as well like we're doing here yeah so get on there and check them all out they also play music rock music the rest of the day and night we're also on soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground is where all the podcasts are we're on youtube facebook twitter instagram all that great stuff 108 um previous episodes now for you to check out yeah we just recently had the Singer of the Truck Fighters on. We had the bassist from Superjoint. Before that, we've had on guys from King, Sons of Texas, Battlecross, Soil Work. Soil Work. Wow, that would have been cool if we had someone from Soil Work. Soil. <laughs> soil is what I was trying to say. One yeah. day. Yeah. We'll get there. But I love Soil a lot, so I'm happy with that. Hell yeah. We had on Chris Broderick, formerly of Megadeth, now with Active Defiance. That was a cool one. Kirk Winstein from Crowbar and Down. 
Um, help me out here. Who Sid I? Falk, Overkill. Yeah. You want to say him? Yeah. Uh, we've had Shooter Jennings on. Yeah. Uh, we've had uh, guys from Trickster, uh, from Europe. Uh, Mark Kendall from Great White. Yeah. We had him on there. He was awesome. Um, you know, we talked about Reliance Code earlier. We had them on not too long ago. Uh, Lola from Redneck Nosferatu. Um, yeah, it's just uh, all over the place in the best way. Yeah. Yeah, Corrosion Conformity, Caroline yeah. Spine, Insight. Like you said, we cover everything from stoner rock to glam rock to doom metal to thrash metal. It's all there. Death Angel. Yeah, Death Angel. Wino from The Obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just get on SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder Dash Underground. Just scroll through there and start hitting play. You can download as well. www.thethunderunderground.com and www.1027wsnr.com. Hell yes. Anything else? I think that about wraps her up. All right, until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.